Chapter 5 of Joshua. In chapter 4, the nation of Israel crossed over the Jordan River with the Ark of the Covenant, and all of the people passed by the Ark, and they are now safely in the Promised Land. The land that God promised Abraham that he would give to his descendants. And so in chapter 5, we're introduced to the enemies of Israel. It came to pass when all the kings of the Amorites, their enemies, which were on the side of the Jordan westward, that is, in the promised land, and all the kings of the Canaanites, enemies, which were by the sea, that's the Mediterranean, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over. Their hearts melted, neither was their spirit in them anymore because of the children of Israel. Think about it, as I've said before, no post office, no internet, no way to communicate except by word of mouth. And here these enemies were in the promised land and they were terrified because word had gotten to them what God had done for the nation of Israel. Now, remember, they had, Israel had 40,000 men ready to go to battle. Now we find out the men are ready to fight. The enemy is terrified. What better time to attack? But in verse 2, the Lord spoke to Joshua and said, Make you sharp knives, circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. In Genesis chapter 17, God told Abraham to circumcise the children of his, his descendants. And that was the sign of the covenant that God made with them. So this is only the second time in the history of the Israelites that God had ordered for them to be circumcised. Now you would think that God would not want to delay their fighting while the enemy is afraid and they're all ready to circumcise these men, which is very painful, and they will have to recover. But it's more important for us to renew our covenant or our relationship with the Lord than it is to go fight. And so Joshua made sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the hill of the foreskin. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise. All the people that came out of Egypt that were males, even all the men of war, died in the wilderness, by the way, after they came out of Egypt. Now, all the people that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness, by the way, as they came forth out of Egypt, had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness till all the people that were men of war, which came out of Egypt, were consumed because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord, unto whom the Lord showed them the land 
which the Lord swear unto their fathers that he would give them a land that flowed with milk and honey. Their children whom he raised up in their stead, them Joshua circumcised, for they were uncircumcised because they had not circumcised them by the way. And it came to pass when they had done circumcising all the people, they abode in their places in the camp until they were whole, until they were well. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off of you. Wherefore, the name of this place is called Gilgal until this day. And that is where Joshua put the twelve stones and made an altar. And then the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month at even in the plains of Jericho. Now, let's go back over to Deuteronomy chapter 10. And I want to read verse 16 in chapter 10. And then I want to go back and start in verse 14 and read that section to you. Deuteronomy 10, 16. Circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be no more stiff-necked. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. Let's go back up to verse 12. This is the message for all of us today. We're still locked in our homes, and we have two and a half more weeks to go. Our attitude is what's important. We're all safe in our homes, but we can have a bad attitude that will destroy the time that we have here. To really be still and think about what we've learned. To circumcise your heart means to clean it up and prepare it for the Lord's work through you. So listen to Verse 12, now Israel, I will substitute church or believers. What does the Lord thy God require of you? What does God require of us? Remember, the New Testament reveals the Old Testament. And the Old Testament conceals the New Testament. So we've studied the New Testament And what does he say here? What does he require of us? To fear the Lord thy God. To fear God doesn't mean to be afraid of him. The word in the the Hebrew or the Greek means to reverentially respect him. As things seem to be getting worse. Last night we had tornadoes. As we speak, The winds are ripping through New York City, blowing away the tents that have been set up there. I told you last, there were five earthquakes in this country last week. What's happening? We can either respect God or be afraid of Him. And here he says, respect Him. Walk in all His ways. Love Him. 
Serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. What is your soul again? It's your mind, your will, and your emotions. And keep the commandments of the Lord and his statues, which I command thee this day for thy good. For your good. Why does God want you to be obedient and trust him when times are hard and we don't know the outcome? It's the first time in the history of the world we've lived without the knowledge of what our future holds. We don't know what the virus will do. We don't know what the economy will do. But we know what God tells us. Trust me. Confess your sin. Let me continue to control your life. Love me, for I love you. And then in verse 14, the heavens and the heavens of heaven is the Lord's thy God. The earth also with all that therein is. Can you believe that? That God would speak to us out of the book of Deuteronomy to remind us that this is all His. The earth and the heavens and all that is within them. And then verse 15, Only the Lord had delight in thy fathers to love them. He chose their seed after them. Even you above all people, as it is, there is, as it is. Now, we must remember that God loves us, and He owns this land, and He has not lost control. So let's go back over to Joshua and pick up the story there. The children whom He raised up in their stead, oh, I'm sorry, the Lord said unto I can't, I'm sorry, I got to skip down. The children of Israel encamped in Gilgal, and they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover, unleavened cakes, and parched corn in the selfsame day. The manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna any more, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan. I think of a verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. It says, When you become a Christian, all things are passed away, and all things are become new. Just look at this. <laughs> They're in the land. All things are become as new. No more manna. They eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan. And it came to pass, verse 13, when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and he looked. And there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went up to him and said, Are you for us or are you for our adversaries? The man said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord 
am I now come? An angel had come. He was the captain of the host of the angels that surrounded Joshua. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thy stand is holy. And Joshua did so. God never abandoned his children. He stood in the midst of the dry land of the Jordan when they crossed. He followed them in the Ark of the Covenant. God has not abandoned his church, his children all around the world. He's watching over us. And Hebrews tells us that when we become a believer, we are assigned a guardian angel, one who watches over us. So never fear, never be anxious, Put your faith and trust in the Lord who owns everything that exists and is our Heavenly Father. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Share with a friend.